Welcome to Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. Over the next hour, you are going to go through a journey of transformation and self-realization. Now, here is Lena. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome, welcome. I'm Lena Franklin, modern medicine woman, transpersonal psychotherapist, and founder of the East Institute. Welcome to Medicine Wisdom, a radio talk show that will teach you that to journey inward is your highest calling, that you have the power to heal yourself. Your power and purpose exists within your medicine. Your medicine is the gift your soul came here to share with the world. And today we are dropping in with an incredible human that I have so much love and respect for. Melissa Ruiz, quantum and soulful business queen. She's a visionary. I truly feel that she is here to continue to move the masses through her teachings around how to cultivate a soulful business, about what currency truly is. And today we are dropping in to talk about new earth abundance. Sister, I'm so grateful you're here with us. Thank you for having me. And this just feels like the cherry on top after going to the East Institute and chatting there and just spending time with you and your tribe and all the beautiful beings that you are also impacting. And to now continue to bring the conversation here on another forum, it just feels so sweet. Thank you for having Aww. me. I'm so excited. Let's get into it because let's get into it. It's yes. gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I love you say it's gonna be juicy <laughs> it's gonna be juicy it's gonna be yeah. everything it needs to be and it's gonna mm-hmm. continue to take the thought and the conversations that we're all having and it's gonna bring it to the light and it's gonna continue to expand through us because that's what we're doing when we're bringing uh these conversations into a room into the radio into a podcast we're just taking the thought beyond it so it's not this like scary thing ooh money Oh, let's not talk about it. And it's like, no, let's talk about it. Let's talk let's about talk it. About yes. It. Yeah. So Melissa was, was with us here at the East Institute a handful of weeks ago, and she did an incredible talk for our Sacred Feminine Council of Light. And I truly feel like, you know, now is the time we're being called to the forefront, sacred feminine leaders to really cultivate this new earth. And that's what this episode is all about, new earth abundance. And I want to dive right in, Melissa, because your journey, your story in itself is such potent medicine. Tell tell us, share with all of us how you really embarked on your awakening, how you moved. I know you were an MTV um, producer. Now you're this incredible spiritual teacher and visionary. What was your path? What did that look like? Yeah, my path was a lot of initiations, as so many people, right? I think we all just get to that moment where it felt for me like I was fighting for my life. And and I see that the more of these beautiful beings that continue to walk this path of new earth, leadership and of teaching you tune into their stories it's not always oh i woke up like this it's always like holy crap like i thought this was the end and it forces you it it, in yoga we call this the maya right like that illusion starts to fade or um i know um in shamanism it's the veil right between two worlds you actually get a sneak peek 
of that. You get a sneak peek of all of the stories that you've been holding on to and how they've kept you in a certain vibration. And so my background um, really came from having to work hard my entire life, being and coming out publicly gay when I was just a young girl, I was 13. And so right then and there, I had to fight, right? Like I had to fight to ask myself, who am I? Like, what does this mean? <laughs> and I had to get right. comfortable and embody uh, what I was moving through. And then uh, being the daughter of immigrant parents um, who struggled. They struggled financially. They struggled with their mental health. They struggled in a lot of departments. And so I got a front row seat at what it looks like um, when we're in lack. And I think oftentimes people automatically assume that the lack is the money. And this is why I love to talk about money and why New Earth Abundance and the book that I'm writing right now is going to impact people in a different way because it's really going to force us to remember what is wealth? What mm -hmm. is abundance? What mm -hmm. does it really mean to be well spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? And what does it really mean to be soul rich? And I had a lot of years moving through this poverty mindset. And so when people come to me, and I love when they do, and they say, Melissa, I, I really understand what you're saying. But when I look at my bank account, there's $2. I love this conversation. It's not one that I shy away from. Like, I actually lean in because I'm like, I was there. Like, I, yes. I, I know. I know what it is to not have. Um, and there are bigger questions that we can bring to the table. Like, what do we get to do from here? How did we end up in this situation? And what do we have the power to change now? It's remember that we're the victor always and never the victim. That no matter what happens in our life, we can see it with our physical senses. But my question always to people is to remember, can you believe in a world that's outside of the physicality of what you see as well? Can mm. we remember our cosmic connection to the divine? Can we remember we're creators and we're here to create and not to suffer? We don't need to uh, grab scraps in life. It is a shift in our mindset and most importantly, in our internal world. New Earth Abundance, you know, this is not something that I made up. This is something that's here. And the reason why it's here is because Earth continues to call us forward. Lena, I love the intro, right? That you said, like, you know, your medicine is your wisdom. And that is the thing that you share here. And it's mm -hmm. so true. New earth abundance is requiring us to level up in frequency. It's requiring us to get out of these material things that we put value on. And it's about the remembrance of the inward journey. It's about remembering that the treasures are within. And as the earth continues to raise consciousness through expanding through us, you know, I believe this is not just us saying, let's be rich, let's be abundant just for the sake of it. No, this is actually a really important time because we are changing timelines right now. We are yes. changing the ability for our kids to not be so stuck on this paper money that people put so much value on or all of the other things that we do too, our white picket fence and, you know, our, our, our material things. These are all amazing things and we shouldn't not have them. But if that's the only reason why we're getting things to feel good and change the inside, 
that's when we have the problem. New Earth Abundance is about remembering that our abundance lives truly within ourselves, And that by the time money manifests, it's already old. I yes. call this old news. I call this, it's like reading an old newspaper. It's about us understanding the energetic frequency and the intention that had to cook up together in order to make it. So when we're not seeing things in our physicality, it's always a call for us to go back within and say, okay, how is this manifesting? What vibration am I sitting in that is causing this or not causing this? And that I know is a very touchy and sometimes difficult conversations to have. But money is no exception. No, Money is no exception. When things show up in your life, when your partner leaves, when the job tells you you're fired, what, whatever. Life is happening with us and it's, it's expanding through us. It's always for us. And I know, you know, I recently went through a moment where it rocked my world. Many moments. The first mm-hmm. moment moving through a divorce, having this poverty mindset, honestly, sharing really vulnerably, uh, feeling like I was uh, too late to the game. Mm-hmm. Felt like I was too old. And I'm like, I'm not old. But I, in my mind, I was. In my mind, I was like, I'm too old. Give up now. What are you going to do? Who will you be after this uh, TV producing thing that you just spent 13 years? And it was such a beautiful cry from my inner being to remind me, baby girl, you're so much more than that. You're yeah. so much more than these titles. You're so much more than what somebody can pay you. This is not who you are. This is not the truth. This is not the 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 wholeness of who you are. And so money oftentimes brings us to that conversation. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yes to everything that that you're that you're sharing. Um I want to really touch on because I think this is I remember even in my own journey you talked about those moments where you may have, you know, $2 in your bank account and you're in the all-encompassing, the the density of that survival, that poverty mindset and consciousness in the scarcity. And that is the path. I was just talking about this um, last night, yesterday with a beautiful group we were doing some healing work with. Fear is the path. Like, it's like lean into that, that resistance, that fear. That's an access point into your deeper and more expansive awakening because we have to clear that out of our channel. We have to clear it out of our body, our soul, in order to continue to be a clear channel for the abundance that is our true nature. So for those tuning in that perhaps are in that place of fear around money, fear around survival, around that foundation, How would you guide them into alchemizing that inner landscape in a way where they can begin to set themselves on that aligned path to cultivate physical abundance through money, through whatever it is they desire in their 3D earthly life? This is a beautiful question. I have to, it's twofold. The first thing I come at this from a very, um, athletic mindset actually because I've been an athlete since I was four years old and so me too yeah I love it and when you do that you already know this is why you're into manifesting you know about visualizing because we're trained as athletes to see the goal to see ourselves winning way before the event actually happens so I learned to be a, a magician honestly of life from a long time ago and so I apply these simple um techniques of looking at all of the bodies because again like I was sharing with you whenever we want to manifest Manifest 
something in the material plane, meaning you want something to sculpt out of out of thin air. No, out of energy and intention. So I look at all the bodies. So we go through your emotional body. We go through your spiritual body. We go through your mental body. And I start working and chipping away at those bodies as if I was an athlete. And so I put myself through a regimen. There was one year and this taught me everything that I needed to know about money. Uh, middle of a divorce, spending lots of money, um, handling that, um, fighting over uh, homes, financials, properties, uh, released this job where it was a sense of security for me, moved into a tiny home. So uh, everything got small. I had to release a lot of things. Now me in an even smaller place because now I'm living in a van, which is only 70 square feet. At the time, that was 480 square feet. And the the question that came and landed during this time, which by the way, this was a year of no income and just uh, teaching yoga for 50 bucks, teaching yoga for $10, donation. Um, but the question was, can you still find your joy throughout this time? That was really the question that landed and God, source, spirit continuously kept bringing me to my knees to that question. Are you going to allow where you are now to dictate where you're going? Your story is not the end. There's still so much more that is unfolding. How do you find the practice of Santosha, which in yoga we call contentment? How can you stand in your satisfaction for life? Because you have air and you have the elements and you have, this is going to land for somebody. You have God's source universe inside of you and you're never alone. You never walk alone, no matter where you are. And so when things get stripped for you, from you, that's what we get to the heart of the vulnerability. We get to the heart of abandonment. We get to the heart of unwanted. We get to the heart of needing to be seen. You know, we get to the heart of whatever it is that our soul came here to continue to unravel and to continue to work through and so during that time I amped up my yoga practice I practice every single day I started meditating every single day it's been six years now I started to eat high vibrational food so I put myself on a somewhat of a strict diet I started to uh, tune out any uh, toxic people tune out any toxic thoughts it starts with the simple things it starts with paying attention to the music that I was allowing myself to tune into. It was allowing myself to exit a conversation that started to move into the gossip realm. When you start taking care of all of those bodies, you'll start to realize that you will touch that place of peace. You start to touch that place of abundance. You start to touch that place of, wow, I'm my own mother, I'm my, I'm my own lover, I'm my own father, I'm my own healer. You start to create this internal world within ourselves where it is home. People think the earth is home and we live among her. We love you so much. It's so good to, to be uh, planted on the earth and to be with the elements. But home is inside of us. And wherever we go, it's not in our jobs and it's not in the money and it's not in the things that we have in our bank account. And so that was really the journey and, and something that I really want to share with folks that if you're in this position, the goal is not to fall, 
you know, into sadness or or victimhood into your uh, situation, but it's to remind yourself that you're also made of the cosmos. It's to remind yourself that you are the creator. And if for whatever reason you are standing in a creation that isn't desirable for you, you have to honor it. You know, so many things have happened in my life that were so unfortunate. And I had those moments where, you know, hands to my heart. I'm like, okay, I see you. I get it. Universe, I got the lesson. I'm learning. I'm not going to be here again. I'm not going to do this again. I see how I did this. I see how I let this this person do X, Y, and Z. I I see the vibration within me that attracted the situation. I see it. Thank you. Thank you for showing me. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. I, I'm uncomfortable. I know. But fear. I made fear my bitch. Oof. And every time yes. I saw fear, I just kept opening up the door. See, so many people run away. But for me, I love that you talked about fear. Fear has been my biggest teacher. Yes. Every, every time I'm afraid. I actually was saying this in the mastermind retreat. It was a, a slogan that uh, we came up with, but it was when I feel fear, that means go. It doesn't mean turn away. It means go. It means lean in. It means get curious. It means that there's something there that is causing pressure. And so every time fear came knocking, I came and I opened the door. What do you want? How can I help you? What is it that you need? And it was the realization, oh, wow, what is it that you're really afraid of? What are you actually trying to control? And when I stopped controlling, you see, people think this is about money, but this is not about money. This is about a false fire of security. That's what that's money right. represents for people. And that's why they get what I was sharing off, off air, their panties in a bunch. <laughs> yes. We get that's so, right. Um, yeah, we get so entangled because the truth is, is that, yes, of course, it would be ridiculous for us to not um, touch upon the fact that so many have used it in wrongful, hurtful ways among everything on this entire planet. Love is a beautiful energy. Yes, some people use it in a very ugly, disgusting, manipulating way. Everything has the equal counterpart. It doesn't make the thing bad. It doesn't make love bad. It doesn't make money bad. It doesn't make anything bad. In the quantum realm, there is nothing as uh, bad. There's only positive and negative. And even the negative doesn't mean anything bad. We have to have contrast. You know, I'll share this little story with you. I was uh, on a boat the other day and I wanted to, um, I just wanted to, to, to rent a boat because my business has given me the opportunity and the luxury to lay on a boat. And I had the idea and I was like, who would I go with? And I was like, let's invite all my friends. And at one point I was about to send the messages and then I said, no, this is for me. And so I just went with one friend and I laid there and there was a moment where uh, somebody said, wouldn't it be so cool if you ran and you put your foot on the railing? It was like a three and a half foot railing and you jumped off. And I was like, I can't do that. But I kept entertaining it and, and it scared me. And I was like, OK, let's do it. I went back and forth. Um, and I couldn't do it. I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, this is scary. There's a shark. There's a jellyfish. There's something out to get me. And in that moment, I, I turned and I looked at my friend and I said, I feel fear. And she was like, yeah, well then don't do it. And I said, no, now I'm going to do it even more. 
so I did it took me one oh. or two tries and so that's what it's about it's about just jumping off the edge and really seeing is there a shark down there or is it in your mind is there really a jellyfish down there or is it just fear and just being more curious about it mm. I love that story so much it's such a potent metaphor for our life right are you willing to jump despite the fear are you willing to allow fear to be your greatest teacher? And you said like that underpinning of all that you've shared is such a paradigm shift. You know, it's our perception that needs to change around how we relate to fear. And can we continue to lean in to that density to ask curiously? I think the energy of curiosity is such um, important medicine as we're continuing to heal, expand and transform holding that open, curious heart and asking what fear wants. And actually, what is the illusion that fear is attempting to spin to keep you in the illusion of safety? It's an yeah. illusion of safety. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nail on the head. This is yeah. um, how life continues to call us forward into ourselves with highlighting and bringing to the light all of the different uh, illusions and things that make us feel that we're not safe. And, and we are. And I think right now with new earth leadership, new earth currency, new earth abundance, new earth beings, it's all requiring us to shift and change the way we relate, the way we relate to ourselves, the way we relate to money, the way we relate to leadership. All of those things are being now pulled into the forefront. And so it's going to be a conversation that is going to stir a lot of energy from everyone because it's traditionally um, one where we have entered into these systems where we've seen uh, one person that's the leader and we've been primed to be these good little minions and robots right. and soldiers to to listen and so whenever anybody unplugs from that it causes a lot of riff and money is no stranger to that and i think and i know that so many beings right now in the next three to five years you're gonna see more beings that are stepping forward into their abundance activations and we're going to see that they're not only wealthy in in love, in friendship, in their business, but that they're also healers. We're now yes. holding and straddling this energy that you don't have to be this powering person with the money and not a husband or a partner because you're too powerful. And, and that's just the energy of money. Too bad, too sad. That's the price you pay. Those are the words around money. Oh, well, she's just a B-I-T-C-H or she's just uh, somebody that's not connected to themselves. Right now, in the next three to five years, what I have seen so far is so many beautiful people like yourself and other beings that are showing up in their leadership, in their healing, in their wealth from the inside out. And people are going to see, holy crap, this is really beautiful. This person is walking the walk. They're being mm -hmm. a testimony to, to the work of prosperity and mm -hmm. livelihood that we can feel good from the inside out and that we don't have to uh, live in survival 
We don't have to be there. No matter what you have in your bank account, you have an opportunity to continue to connect to your breath and connect to the vitality of your breath, the chi energy that courses through your body. This is the thing. I think when people oftentimes use this example, well, what do I do? Somebody uh, answered me on TikTok and they said the same thing. What do I do? Uh, this is nice, but what do I do when I only have blank, blank, blank? And we got to get out of that. Yes, look at it. I'm not telling you to bypass it, but I'm asking you to go beyond that. I'm, I'm asking you to connect back to the energy of being grateful for your life. being Because everything starts from there. When you're already in that heated energy, you can't go anywhere from there. You got to start from recognizing that this this is calling you to be grateful for what you have now and from there you move up the emotional ladder of continuously expanding but i wasn't able to attract wealth um sitting in my entitlement i was mm -hmm. i will tell you first I, i was the first person that when i started moving through all of this energy i was like why me Why is this happening? I, out of all people, should should have it. I've I've been a good student. I've gone to college. I've been a good daughter. But you see, you quickly realize that those rules don't apply. It's mm -hmm. not about you being a good daughter or getting your certificates. It's about you loving yourself fully and wholly and completely without needing these things. It's like when people say, you know, I want to I want to be in a relationship. I want to be in love. And yet they still can't love themselves in, yes. a, in a in a in a beautiful way. Right. And so everything is starting from the inside out, which is such a key component to this new earth creation, to the rejuvenation and shifting from those hyper masculine, very externally egoic driven systems that are that are we see in our 3d world every day it's that inner journey and so as you've really stepped into this work melissa and you've been with your own alchemizing process what does that shift look like and feel like for you as you're turning inward and really um embracing, taking responsibility for that inner space of gratitude, that inner space of abundance that is so your true nature within? You know, one thing um, that comes to mind, uh, because I, I, I was healing a lot of, it, this is a healing journey. Mm -hmm. And I, I was healing a lot of generational things within my own family. And everything came ahead when um, I had to realize that I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one to change the narrative. I'm going to be the one that is going to make different decisions. I'm going to be the one that, yes, uh, I see the suffering and I see the trauma and I see all of it, but I'm going to be the one to alchemize it. I'm going to be the one to release it. I'm going to be the one to activate love. And so it was just getting really clear what almost my job became. My job became my work and my work was my soul work. It was me realizing that it had to be like this. And that's another thing, you know, it's hard to take a lot of this seriously because when you're in it, it feels like life or death, but right. Well, your yeah. ego is literally dying, literally dying, literally. 
and holding on. But when you actually release and surrender, because this is what we're practicing underneath all of this is the practice of release, the practice of non-attachment and the practice of not controlling. And when you finally make peace with it is the way it is, what option do I have now? What next? Then you'll start to realize that this thing no longer has control over you. And from that place, you have the opportunity to create, to create a new, to create a new narrative, a new energy for you to thrive and live in. And so for me, that was the biggest shift in my life that was happening at that time. I just had to be the one because I wanted and because I deserved it. And and like I said, it's a self-love journey. Self-love journey. It's a healing journey. And two of the points I really want to highlight for people tuning in is a sense of ownership and responsibility. Really choosing choosing that this is your job. Your job is to heal your soul. So you're, you heal your ancestors. So you heal the planet. So you heal humanity. That's why our souls came here and chose to incarnate in this form. And, you know, I really want to get granular and into the, into the beauty and the juiciness of that ownership and responsibility, because, you know, for those people tuning in, like allowing them to have a roadmap and those portable practices that they can take back with them. So you're not going to want to miss the rest of the show. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back with Melissa, we're going to dive into the truth about new earth abundance and what that means for your own life. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hosted by modern medicine woman and transpersonal psychotherapist, Lena Franklin, Medicine Wisdom is a radio talk show that will guide you on expansive journeys of transformation, inspiration, and powerful embodiment of your soul's purpose. We all have a medicine, a unique gift that's meant to flow through us and into the world. Wisdom comes when we transform the false aspects of our inner and outer lives in service of embodying the truth and light of our most expansive desires. Your heart ignited desires are the access points into discovering who you are and why you're here on earth. Medicine Wisdom, Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. Have a question for Lena or her guests? 
Join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Medicine Wisdom. I'm here with my incredible soul sister, Melissa Ruiz. We're diving into the beauty, the power, the expansion of new earth abundance. And we're really talking about you know, what it means to take responsibility and ownership to shift inward and to do the deep soul work it takes to actually embody the resonance, the vibration of abundance and what that truly means. So Melissa, I know you work with so many incredible entrepreneurs doing this work with them. When they come to you and you're really diving into the path, of what this work means authentically, what are some of those like initial questions or practices or teachings that you share with them when someone's coming in maybe with fear or scarcity mindset? Yeah. You know, the first thing that I teach them is what money is not. (laughs) Yes. So let's dive into that because I think debunking the myths is so important. Yeah. And I think people think that money is this thing that you have to work hard for. They believe that currency is this thing that is outside of them. They are believing that money is this paper that's in the bank. And while some of that can be true. I like to bring them towards the energetic frequency of money because this is the thing. New earth abundance, it's getting us out of the material and it's forcing us to go into our internal landscape. We're all doing this across every single board on every single niche or level or everything. Our relationships are being upgraded. Our money consciousness is being upgraded. The planet's being upgraded. The jobs are being upgraded, everything. And so we have to have these conversations they're so important and so I start right there and they go I know but I don't have it and I need to make it and so right there I try to shift the energy off of look at what you're doing to money if money is a frequency and it's a relationship how do you feel in this moment Let's write a letter to money. And the first thing they do is money, you disappoint me. Money, you're never enough. Money, there's not enough of you. You keep manipulating me to and so then you get into the heart of no, this thing is not doing anything to you. We're doing this to ourselves. Now let's keep going a little deeper. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we in this hamster wheel? Why are we working this hard? You see, I used to blame it on money. I used to be like, I have to work hard for money. You got to work for what you get. And then I realized, no, that was my own poverty consciousness. I adopted that. And so just going back and realizing, okay, where did I learn this behavior? I learned this behavior because I did grow up with parents who were in that energy of scarcity. And so I adopted that energy. And so it was so automatic for me to feel normal working hard. It was so easy for me to work 10 hours as a TV producer, 14 hours, or even wake up the next day. And it was almost like an accomplishment. I was like, look at me. Look Mm -hmm. at how important I am that I slept in the studio just to be booked and busy. And so we have to start to debunk this uh, efforting of money. You don't need effort to create physical money. What you need to tap into is your prosperity code. What you need to really tap into is realizing that we're talking about the energy of abundance and the energy of abundance. And just think about the earth. It's always giving. 
And so you can't walk around uh, thinking, oh, I'm going to, you know, take up all the air on the earth and there's not going to be any air left for anybody. Nobody ever walks around like that. You just assume that the earth continues to produce more air for all of us to breathe. And that's abundance in itself. You know, yesterday I went to go see my sister in Naples. She's here in Florida. And I was walking and I just just stopped right then and there. There was a red cardinal that came to me. And I was like, oh, I just love seeing the red cardinal. I only see them when I'm hiking. And the other day I was having this thought of, man, there's not enough hikes and mountains here in, in Florida. And I know that that was a sign from the universe um, to connect me back to that feeling that I get when I'm in the forest and I see the blue jays and I see uh, the red cardinal. And then I took two more steps and I saw another red cardinal. And so now there are two. And I could almost cry from how much joy I was feeling in that moment because it was just God's source universe speaking through us that we're never alone, that we don't need to go into the forest to remember uh, our potency and our magic and our love and our abundance and our prosperity. It was just such a clear sign to me because isn't it so interesting? I'm just being a human and I'm already complaining. I'm in a nice place, but we always find ways to complain. Oh, it's so right. nice living in my van, but there's no mountains. This is it's just so human of us. And boom, the universe continues to realign and realign and realign us. And so, yeah, that's the first thing that I really talk about is making sure that we understand what money is not. And it's not about working hard. It's really about us being in our divine feminine essence. Mm -hmm. It's about us releasing control. It's about us examining what kind of relationship we have with this energy. And now I see money as and currency as this beautiful opportunity. I see it as thank yous, lots of thank yous. I see it as an opportunity to be present with somebody, share my magic, they share their magic. There is an exchange because we are honoring. That's what's happening to the energy of money. We're shifting this. I have to work hard. And now it is what an honor it is to exchange this with you. So beautiful sister here and then here. It's And so you bring honor to the exchange, which in essence forces us to bring honor to the act so that we're no longer, I have to work for this bottle. I have to work for the money. But but what did you do to, to work for that? What was the act that was exchanged? If you don't like the act, then yes, you are a slave to money. Ooh, there we go. Well, what yes. if we to switch what if we start to shift the act and now all of a sudden the thing that you exchange is your livelihood and um your dharma and the work and your medicine and the thing that you're supposed to be doing because you know what i noticed i was on a coaching call the other day and i had this vulnerable moment uh, a lot of the students were sharing it was such a healing moment and they were they were crying and i don't know if this has ever happened to you but it happens to me a lot. And in that moment, you know, I let a lot of tears out because I was so happy. You know, I was just, I was moved. I'm moved by them. I'm moved by their growth. I'm moved how they're conquering fear. And I just kept thinking, I love these humans. They're expanding me in this moment. 
and they continue to expand me. It's not me showing up as the, I know everything, listen to me, this is how you make money. It's it's that we're in this co-creative process. It's that you get to work on your vision and your dharma. And I get to teach you a little bit of the stuff that I already mastered because of my background and because I'm, you know, walking the walk. And in and in return, it's not even the currency that I value. It's it's the this energy of expansion that I feel pulling me towards more of who I am, which is love. Love. It's just love. love. And so I feel more love and that you can't put a price to that, you know, but yes, the abundance keeps coming in, in boatloads, because when you're operating from that pure place and you stop making it about uh, needing a certain amount or it needing to look a certain way, that's where true freedom is. Money is not freedom. Let's keep talking about what money is not. And so that's why people are so attracted to money because they think it's a way out. But the way out is in. You got to go in to go out. So when you focus on becoming this being with a lot of money and you realize, oh, I'm not happy still. I know that story because that was my story. I felt this is really vulnerable. I don't think I've ever shared this. Uh, but ever since I was a little kid, I grew up in a really small town. It was about 47 blocks. And I remember I just felt like an alien. I just, I remember even telling my own family, I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Why am I here? I I, I, I want to do something amazing. And I spent, since I was like eight years old, all the way till I was like 16, until I graduated college with this mindset of get me out of here. I want to do something amazing. I want to do something great with my life. I want to continue. I, I, even from then. And so it's so interesting how my life has continued to evolve in this way of speaking, of challenging myself. And even then when I didn't have it, I was forced to remember my true power is not in my sexuality. It's not in how people view me. It's not in the little town that I grew up that had a ton of violence, a ton of violence. I know a lot of people that are incarcerated that I went to high school with. I know a lot of people who were murdered, gunned down, uh, overdosed. And, and I was already from that age, my soul was already forcing me to look in. And it was forcing me to say, you're not your circumstance. And while this is happening and you can see it, you can taste it, you can um feel it it's not who you really are these are just things that are happening and it's contrast to force us to remember who we really are we're all beings of love and if we can continue to all do that work if we can all continue to do the work of remembering who we really are we will start to notice what we're not and freedom in money is a no-go that is the biggest illusion that yes the patriarchy and the systems that wanted to keep us in line they wanted to keep us in check they wanted us to be these robots and these minions because one person at the top was benefiting and all of these people were getting squashed so nobody had the opportunity to share their gift 
share their light, share their expertise. And so we were manipulated to think that money is going to give us freedom, that the more money you have, the more things that you can get. But that's not true, actually. You can barter with people and I'm on the road. You'll be surprised at how many beautiful, kind people there are that want to share a bowl of food with you because you're just you know, and so it's about remembering that stop putting all this energy on money and start tuning back into the abundance within ourselves. And so I'm very passionate. About, yeah, I'm very passionate about this work. So it's so powerful. And again, I'm really sitting with all of the, you know, the journeying that we just moved through with you. And there's something really powerful and important, potent around hierarchy, the illusion of hierarchy and how we've been programmed to look at money and view money and perceive money as this false fire, this false God, this false sense of freedom. And in the falseness, in the illusion, when we move through it, we actually excavate the truth of energetic exchange, Aini, sacred reciprocity, as we call it from our indig- indigenous uh, shamanic lineage, Aini. And I love the way, like I, see, I have this vision of just these beautiful divine energetic exchanges, whether it's food or time or attention or money. And, and they're all beautiful and equal when done with the energy of love. Right. And so even in the way that you're living your life right now in the van life, Melissa, it's like you're returning to the ancient ways of our ancestors, that you're actually in in the flow versus force in the flow of sacred energetic exchange. And money is a part of that, but it is not the full spectrum because we privilege money to a point of that false god. Exactly. Oof, you nailed it. It's not the end all, be all. Mm-hmm. It's just a tool in 2023 that we're moving through. And if you actually pay attention, it's an important tool because yes. money is teacher. Money is yes. teaching you. Money is oh, teaching yes. you where you're attached. Money is teaching you with what you think about yourself. Money is teaching you that when you have a million dollars, you feel your hot shit. But when you only have one dollar, you feel like <laughs> poop. Money is right. teaching it's teaching you it's teaching you what you feel about you Uh it's teaching you and so that's why it's so important that now as new earth leaders as more elevated aware conscious beings that we continue to do this work of creating our own currency creating our own plethora of wealth however it is that you want to do it you within your east institute anybody else that feels called to share their wisdom and their light and don't be afraid i'm going to share this this is going to be a specific message for somebody who feels shame around charging do not feel ashamed about charging whatever it is that you desire because only god source universe knows all the tests and all the lessons and all the spiritual takedowns and knockdowns that you had to go through and initiations and fire you think this is fine i'm on the road life is teaching me it's whooping my ass left and right left and right left and right and i'm just getting back up like okay god i'm here i'm walking the walk i'm teaching it and now i'm walking the walk and it's not easy sometimes it's going to continue to call you into yourself and only you know what number feels honoring to the work that's what this is about it's not about 
this, uh, I have to charge this and I have to charge that. It's just at a certain point, things don't make sense. <laughs> yes. You know, it reminds me so much. And that's, this is so interesting. And I, I'm just like, I'm soaking in this conversation so deeply. I feel it deep within my soul. In one of the ceremonies I was facilitating um, as a medicine woman and as a healer and a teacher and a leader of the new earth, that was something that came through. You know, Lakshmi came in and was like, you must. And and I felt the the endless, limitless generosity, rejuvenation and recreation of Pachamama Mother Earth, her consciousness, which is one of the main spirit energies that I work with came in and said, we must liberate, like move forward, do the work of helping to liberate a new wave of leaders and work with this energy of money. Oof. And, and it was like the synchronistic interweaving of what it means to be in prosperity consciousness without striving, without effort, without that old paradigm of survival. It's in synchrony with the limitlessness and recreation of Pachamama Mother. Oof. And I know you teach that. And I just, that memory in that ceremony just came back to me so strong. That's so beautiful. That was one of uh, my earlier initiations with money. Money looks for, for beings to continuously work through. And that was one of the, that was very similar to uh, the energy of what happened to me in meditation. Um, and so you're using these words like limitless. And I got the clarity that it wasn't a deserving thing. A lot of people get this confused. They say, let's just charge whatever you want. You're deserving. It's like telling somebody, because people understand relationships more because they've been in them longer with partners. And so it's like saying, you know, you deserve love, go, go get the guy, go get the girl. But when you don't feel that you don't feel that and there's no amount of somebody telling you you're worthy, go get the money, you're worthy, go get the man, you, you, nothing will happen. And in one of these um, meditations, I was like out of body and it was so clear that it was this energy was uh, and, and Lakshmi um, energy uh, had been working with her for the past mm -hmm. seven years almost now. And it was so clear that the the message was, you are this. And that was it. There was no explanation. It's just, you are this. You don't have to work to trick yourself to be abundant. You don't have to work to trick yourself into worthiness. You are this. What is this? You are abundance. What do you mean? You are prosperity. More, more information, please. You are love. That's it. You are that, you are that energy. And so by nature and default, because you are that, when you start to create union with that energy, you will emanate and, and, and emit that frequency in all areas of your life and the work, because we must do the work in all yes. areas of our life and so maybe you could do it with with your partner and you're good on that department maybe you're doing it in your soul path with your with um the way you're showing up and, and that that's good good job uh, and now maybe you have to do it in the financial department we have to be able to have these conversations these high vibrating conversations and it doesn't have to have this negative charge of uh the judgment what are we judging? That judgment is within you. What story is attached to that judgment? What are we making right? 
What are we making wrong? And so you just got to follow the energy. Just keep following the energy back to its origins. And you'll start to realize that that frequency is not love. When we're judging, we're not in love. We're not in that frequency of love. I always tell people we can be in business to do the frequency of love. Everything is through that sacred exchange of honoring the other person in front of you, of seeing that person as a being. So when I get on calls, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not typing away. I am fully present with that other being. I'm listening into what's present for them. How can I make this experience the best experience they've ever had without people pleasing, without bending myself into a pretzel that I'm breaking my boundaries? How do I honor my boundaries? And how do I remember that I am just that and that there's nothing that I have to do? There's nowhere I have to go. There's no amount of force that I have to prove to anybody that I am that. I just walk it. I walk it, I teach it, I breathe it. And by the example of that, people will start to feel it because this is what we're talking about. New Earth Abundance is requiring us to tune into the energy and the frequency within. So how do we explain that without having that representation of the money, of the bill? Oh, now you got to go in. What do you mean? Now you got to use a different part of your brain. Now you got to go into more of that uh, awareness. What, what do you mean vibration? Now it's getting your brain to think. What do you mean? So we're all vibration. Yeah, keep going. And so this is what's happening. Money is just a tool. And it's a tool to teach us to continue to go within ourselves. Money is that portal to the journey inward. I'm so just vibrating so much over here, blown away. And so in so in deep honor of your medicine, Melissa, thank you for all that you are. Abundance is your birthright for those to abundance is your birthright. We are here to change the paradigm to cultivate this new earth together. So in the couple of minutes we have left, where can people connect with you? What are you offering? What are you sharing? What's at the forefront of your business and your heart right now? You can find me on Instagram. I'm always there hanging out in my DMs. I love to uh, send voice notes. And so if you're into that type of thing, send me a voice note. I'm at I am Melissa Ruiz. I have different programs on my website. You can check them out. I am MelissaRuiz.com right now. Uh, We have our mastermind that's happening and starting, I believe, tomorrow. Um, But yeah, we have all sorts of free programs as well as paid programs. And so, you know, the last thing I want to share that's going to be really important for me um, to share is two things. Let's decolonize the way we're thinking about money. Okay, so that's really important. We have to be able to do this work outside of this conversation. Let's keep asking ourselves, what are we making money mean? How are we decolonizing this practice? And the last thing is to remember that abundance is free. Yes. Abundance is free. It's all around us. It's in the two birds that came to me. It's in the air that you breathe every day. It's in you opening your eyelids and waking up to a new day. It's in watching a sunrise and watching a sunset. We are being called to connect back to to the elements. The elements are ancient beings that have been here with us since the beginning of time. And so if we can learn to connect with them, we'll learn the abundance is everywhere. And the illusion of the paper and the security and the doggy and the fence and the marriage and all of this stuff, 
it's going to call us back to remembering what what true abundance really means to us. Thank you so much, sister. I love you. Thank you to everyone tuned in to Medicine Wisdom and catch us next week with Elissa Goodman. We'll be talking about the energetics of food as medicine. Remember, the world needs the medicine that you have. Mm, Chills. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Medicine Wisdom with Lena Franklin. We hope today's episode was educational and helpful. Until we talk again next week, have a fabulous week.